This is my little green man philosophy. My little green man philosophy is something that I've been thinking about for a while. And the reason why I'm having this conversation right now about it is because it happened to come up the other day when I had a friend who asked me if I thought that people were being nice during this time. He asked me if I thought that, you know, in these tough times, if I thought people were being nicer or, you know, more mean or what have you. And I think to his surprise, I told him that what I observe is I observe people being nicer really than I think I've ever seen people be. The other day, I was finishing up a street serenade and I was going into a bagel shop and there was a a kid that was coming in and as he was coming in, we kind of met each other at the door in a particular way where like, we had to decide who was gonna be the first through, you know? And I could tell immediately that both of us were polite because he immediately stepped back and I stepped back at the same time. And as I held the door and as he, he was going around me, he, he he said, excuse me, at least like maybe two or three times. And he was real polite, you know, and I was equally polite to him. I was like, no, excuse me. No, you're, you're totally fine. It's, it's all good, man. You know, I greeted him and everything. And what I felt then was something that I have been experiencing a lot lately which is that people are having more empathy for each other. And it's for something that I came up with a while back called my little green man philosophy. So I think about who we are as human beings. I think about our nature, our character. I think about our tribal nature. I also think about our evolved nature with wanting to come together in unity to disregard our minute differences and not let them get in the way of the fact that we're all human, we're all connected, you know. And I realized that as tribal human beings, something that's just natural to our DNA, we basically differentiate and segregate and you know um, isolate and separate based on differences until we find some commonality something that we can relate in another human being and then that that opens up the door to empathy for us and when that door is open then we connect in a way that passes our differences passes our the superficial nature of our differences so what I thought about is that you know I'll, I'll put it into the analogy of a school and I was telling my buddy this the other day so you can have a classroom full of kids 
and those kids you'll have some that are friends and some that are not but you can have let's just take two friends two people that are not friends and they don't really like each other so they separate they isolate you know and then if all of a sudden that class gets in competition with another class even if it's a friendly competition maybe it's some kind of tournament maybe it's some kind of contest what you'll notice is that those two people that once saw each other in a way where they separated from each other you'll notice that they have the propensity from there to actually come together even if they're just coming together to team up because there's another party involved and that other party now is challenging them and so now they don't they see that they too are in the same boat and that there's this other force that's threatening them whether it's a serious threat or whether it's just a friendly competition so you notice those two people go from clashing to actually joining together because now there's another party and now they are coming together. They don't see their differences. They see that they're on the same side. So you have class against class. <clears throat> and then if you go from that class, those two classes, to another wing, say another wing of the, of the building, another whole set of classes getting involved, those two might be in competition, but then you'll notice that they naturally join together when a whole different territory gets involved. And so this cycle continues on. It continues on. It starts from the micro and it continues on to the macro. So what I realized one day is, you know, one of the natural, like, resolutions to things like racism and classism is if we were to have a little green man visit us, our whole perspective would change about each other. Because then we would see each other as human beings and we wouldn't be separated by the color of our skin. At this point, there'd be a new party that's involved that we <laughs> that we would be marginalizing and segregating ourselves from and being prejudiced with and that kind of thing. And that would be the fellow alien who wouldn't, well, we wouldn't say fellow, you know, it'd be, it'd be everything but fellow. It'd be the intruder, the imposter, the, the enemy, the everything, like just the foe. <laughs> but that would be the new competition. And then we, our differences would fall away from our eyes. <clears throat> and so I say like, you know, you'd have... You'd have people, I use this analogy, you might have a prejudiced father who, under normal circumstances, would say to his daughter in his, you know, naive and ignorant status, like, just don't marry a black person or don't marry a white person, don't marry a, something like that. But now, the person would probably shift to just don't marry an alien. Just just married just as long as it's a human being I'm still a bigot I'm just a bigot towards aliens <laughs> I'm still prejudiced I'm just prejudiced towards aliens but the thing would be that and this is again this is my opinion this is my prediction 
it would be then that the commonalities would show and all the differences would fall from our eyes because there's a new party involved and we see each other as equal. We see each other as in the same boat, especially if this alien was attacking us. And, and if this alien was attacking us and it had a different type of power, a different type of, you know, weaponry and artillery that like, whew, it was just, it was not something that was easy for us to handle. Maybe we didn't even have the tools to handle it. Well, then we would be looking at our fellow brothers and sisters, the ones that we were so against, the ones that we were just, you know, and then we would join forces because we would both see ourselves as the same, both vulnerable human beings. So I speak about this because essentially this is why when my buddy asked me, do you think people are being more like negative or positive or nice or, you know, when you're out and about? And I was like, man, I see a whole new level of mindfulness and empathy because of the fact that the alien is the coronavirus and it's making us all realize that no matter who you are, we're all in the same boat. We all breathe the same oxygen. We all need blood to pump to our heart and to our brains and the other organs in order for us to survive. We all are trying to put one foot in front of the other. We all want happiness in the form of love and respect and acceptance and validation. We all need to eat. We all need to have sex. We all just, we have basic needs. And so with our present situation in the world is making people realize that even if you're a person who thought that you were superior to someone else, your ass ain't superior right now to nothing. Because guess what? A virus is no respecter of person or color or status. So it humbles you. We've been humbled in a particular way. We've suffered some great losses. We've suffered some, some serious and deep things. But what I always say is that what doesn't break you makes you. What doesn't break you makes you. And so those of us that are fortunate to be able to make it through these times and still move forward and hang on and survive and thrive, you know, I have deep empathy for those that haven't. It's teaching us a new level of respect for ourselves. It's teaching us a new level of patience because it doesn't matter what you think right now should be happening. Life is what it is. It's a whole different life. It literally is like the life that we were living is a past life at this point. I was talking to someone today where we were just talking about just all the way down to stuff like the flow of traffic changing. The fact that this person used to have to leave several hours early from their house to get to work on time. And now there's not even traffic, which means that it's making her think in a completely different way and open her eyes up to a whole new aspect of life. She 
is probably gaining two, three hours back that she didn't have before that she probably could have used for something else more value, something else value, more valuable than just driving on the road, being in bumper to bumper traffic in the morning. You know, it's teaching us that this person who we saw as so much different from us and us different from them and us better than them, that we all have the same life. We all are trying to survive. So I ultimately think that out of this time, we, we're birthed into a whole new level of mindfulness. We're definitely going to be more mindful around ourselves and things like uh, hygiene and cleanliness. I was telling somebody the other day that, like, you know, it's going to be kind of a thing of the past to have to tell kids two, three, and four, and five times to wash their hands before they eat. It's it's going to fade away. Interestingly, in 50 and 100 years, the kids will be telling the parents that. Did you wash your hands? Because we want to make sure that we, you know, don't spread anything. You know, we realize how easy it is to spread something. Um, things that we just took for granted before. So we're going to have a new level of mindfulness we're going to have a new level of empathy. We're going to have a new level of personal accountability. We're going to have a new respect for other people's space and a new respect for our own space. You know, we're going to go, we can only evolve from here and go to the next place of positivity. I really have empathy for every last one of us, honestly, in this next six months. You know, we this is an we have this is an all hands on deck situation. We have so many places where we're able to help each other through with just our words. If you have anything positive to share, if you have something negative to share, keep that shit to yourself. Because there's enough going on for many people as far as stress. I mean, I feel for people. I don't even keep up with the 24-hour news cycle specifically because it's the only way I can keep my sanity. It's the only way I can stay positive is to check in, tune in here and there just so I'm not in the dark. But ultimately, focus on peace Focus on things. Focus on quiet. You know, focus on being safe but being quiet. And so, you know, I have deep empathy for, for many people. We're going through really, really tough times. But it definitely is true that, in my opinion, that, like, from this, we go to the next level. We're more mindful. I have empathy. What I was... I think I almost lost my train of thought. The next six months, I have deep empathy for all of us because not only are we going through this particular time and it was forecasted that at some point when we did kind of ease up because because things kind of eased up that people would probably rush out and understandably in many ways because, I mean, I, for the most of my life, had been an introvert. Like, 
I super feel for people that are completely extrovert. Like, oh my gosh, like you have, this has been rough, you know? Um, so it was natural that people would try to get back to normal and they said it probably gonna be a spike then because people are gonna be around each other a bit much and this kind of thing. And then you got flu season, then you got November. And so, Many of us, as we, as we right now, buckle down, settle in, you know, realize that this is going to be a little bit of a longer haul than many of us thought. That is going to develop naturally emotional resiliency. That's going to develop naturally patience. I mean, if you were an impatient person before this, your ass don't have a choice but to sit down somewhere and be patient or occupy yourself with something that you have needed to tend to for so long and now you have no excuse or open up and learn something new about yourself. Go try something new. Go do something that you've never done before. You know, we have the opportunity now to learn ourselves in new ways. There are many people that have done that have jumped on board with a bunch of virtual experiences. So happy about it, um, not because it, it's it's a thing that ultimately will replace or needs to replace anything um, as far as the physical or the real, the tangible, like to reach out and touch. Like no, it doesn't replace it. It it you shouldn't even look at it that way. In my opinion, it's an extra added opportunity for us. There's so many there's so many places of business that will not go back to the schedule that they would to even when they are able to because they found a way to do things more conveniently using a combination of physical and virtual experiences. And that's actually a really positive thing. Less traffic on the road, less less pollution from cars, less you know, stress from people because they have more flexibility. If you're home, you get a chance to be closer to your family and that kind of thing. Um, you know, if 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 you have a positive family, you know, on the flip side, you have some other people where it's not so good right now because of that same feature. But at any rate, you know, I just, from an optimistic perspective, I like to think that things are growing. Not like to think, that things are growing. And when we come through this, we come out even stronger on the other side and it comes from being forced to actually be patient, have empathy, um, think about ourselves, think about our hygiene, think about our, um, our space, think about how we move, not take for granted life, you know, every day, not think that we are better than anyone else just because of color of our skin, you know, just all of the above. So, that's my little green man philosophy. We had a little green man, and honestly, this is what this coronavirus is. Something that threatens all of us and doesn't see a respective person no matter what's going on in our head. It humbles us and makes us unite and join together more. Yes, there are some people that's going to go crazy through this and separate more because they just can't deal with it. But 
I'm thinking about those of us that have the ability to operate on the other side and even help with that. And so that's where we are. I'm curious what your thoughts are with this um, topic. Give a few shout outs here. Kevin Ellis, Justin Taylor, Savitri, hello, Marion. Marion says, yes, space is deep. It really is. Sonia, thank you all for hanging out. Yeah, so those are my thoughts. Curious what your thoughts are. And um, other than that, before I get out of here, um, thank you, everybody, to your support of the Street Serenades series. When I tell you all that this has been one of the most impactful times in my life, and I've had some impactful times, but when I tell you this has been one of the most impactful times and how... Same thing I was saying before, like this has this is added to my life because of the fact that I get the opportunity every day to touch people with something straight to their heart and straight directly from a place of giving and of love. So I thank everybody that has supported me. The Street Serenades concept has been really amazing. Um, there's a calendar up if you don't know already. You can check my public figure page on Facebook and see everywhere and where I'm going to be. I actually just came from a business um, in Catonsville because I just made a whole bunch of new friends. Hello to all my new Catonsville friends that I've made in this last 24 hours. And I am looking forward. I'm so looking forward to seeing you all. And I'm loving all the, the love that you're giving me and looking forward to seeing me. So I just came from a place in Catonsville. I won't tell you what it is now. Um, I'll be revealing that shortly once they get back to me um, as we make business ties so that I can uh, have my serenade outside at their local businesses. So I'm looking for local businesses to partner with on that around the city. So thank you to everybody. And the update or the last update is that tomorrow street serenade number 30 happens can't believe I'm at 30 already. I just posted number one today to all of the Catonsville um, family. And so 30 is tomorrow. So please join me tomorrow. If you're in the area, I would love to hang out with you. We're going to be at Lake Montebello. And by we, I mean fruition will be at Lake Montebello tomorrow, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Come out there, walk around the lake. Bring your chairs, sit in the grass. Bring your ass. <laughs> we're going to be out there 7 to 8.30 tomorrow evening. And we're at Lake Montebello. We're going to be right there on the uh, the corner of 33rd and Hillen. When you enter in from that side, we're going to be right there under that beautiful tree there, catching the shade. So definitely join us tomorrow. And if you are not in the area because you are in East Asia, listening to this video, this podcast audio, then you can jump right on my Facebook page and you can still join me because I'll be live streaming at that time. Tomorrow, 7 to 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, Lake Montebello, corner of 33rd and Hillen with fruition. I love you all and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Peace.